Hello, friends and neighbors. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button just down there. It takes a second. Don't worry, we'll wait. It helps the channel grow, so we can't thank you all enough. Benny, where can they find us on social media? Uh, you can find us, Ray Benny Sports. We are on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, and TikTok. And, of course, YouTube. Yeah, yeah, YouTube. Uh, we got a busy week. We're coming off the Labor Day Classics. So we're going to get into CFL Power Rankings. And finally, uh, the return of NFL football. You did a fantasy draft this weekend, yeah? Maybe a couple? I did. Well, one last week, and I just did one earlier today. So You going to win? I hope so, but right. probably not. We'll talk fantasy football as we move <laughs> along. But let's talk about some hot topics going into the 2022 NFL season. Uh, so we got a couple of questions that we're looking to answer and have fun with going into this season. My first question is, can Tua Tagovailoa, jeez, that's, that's a tough start, Tua Tagovailoa, take the next step under the guidance of Mike McDaniels? I believe so. Uh, I believe the Dolphins will be a team to watch, actually, in the AFC. Not necessarily a contender, but a team that can definitely surprise some people. They added that Tyreek Hill, uh, and they're playing this West Coast run offense that you know that very well from San Francisco that, that suits Tua and his fast receivers. Yeah, it'll be interesting because he doesn't necessarily need to light the league on fire. He's just got to, the, that Niner offense was get the ball into the hands of your playmakers. We all saw Jimmy G. He loved throwing it, you know, five yards downfield. It'll be perfect. You can get those ball, that ball into Tyreek Hill's hands and into Jalen Waddle's hands. The only thing to me is, can he handle the pressure of doing that? And uh, if he doesn't get the ball into Hill's hands and, and Hill, he's got that little bit of temperament. Can Tua handle that? And will he be able to rein that in uh, and get his playmakers the ball? Yeah, I like him. This is year three. Uh, this is where you expect, you know, not as much as before, but uh, it's around year three where you expect your quarterback to take the next step forward. And I think this is the perfect offense for him to do it. And it's not dependent on the deep ball, although you'll have that option with Tyreek Hill once in a while. But it really works well getting that play action and taking the pressure off of Tua. Yeah, I mean, it worked perfectly for the Niners with Jimmy. Uh, another question mark, Mike McDaniels, first time head coach. Still a young guy in the league. Uh, wasn't really even a coordinator. I, I think he was the OC last year for San Francisco. I can't remember. Yes, not. sir. Yes, sir. Um, so really his first year really calling plays or anything like that. So raw rookie kind of going in there. We'll see how he matches up. He's got Bill Belichick week one. So it'll be interesting. Uh, I'm still in the fence on Tua, but I'm not on the fence or that side of the fence where I think he's going to be terrible. I think he's can manage this offense and maybe he'll grow from there. Bill Belichick week one, the Ravens week two, <laughs> the Bills in week three, and the Bengals in week four. Uh, so if they come out two and two, I think they're doing well. Uh, yeah, those I, those are some tough minds to go up against, too. Yeah, I wouldn't panic yeah, if they come out one and three. If they come out one and three, I still wouldn't be too panicking. Oh, and four, you got a problem there. Uh, yeah. What's one of your hot topics there, Benny? Uh, sticking with quarterbacks and mainly quarterbacks in the AFC. Mine is how will that quarterback battle uh, turnout in the AFC. You got Josh Allen's, Patty Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Russell Wilson, Derek Carr, Joe Burrow, Matt Ryan even, and then Lamar Jackson too. So it's, it's, that's quite a bit. It's like more than half the teams there have a pretty decent quarterback and some have superstars. How about Ryan Tannehill? Yeah. I'm not too bullish on that uh, Tennessee offense this year with losing wood or um, AJ Brown. I know they got Robert Woods. 
Uh, Derek Henry, is he still as good? But Tannehill, Tua, those kind of Mac Jones, those are kind of the guys I'm not too concerned about in that division. Yeah, you talk about the ASC quarterbacks, how that'll shake out. Uh, will the MVP performance of a quarterback take the team to the Super Bowl? You would, you would think uh, it would, especially with some of those guys. Um, I could see Josh Allen taking his team to the Super Bowl, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, you know, yeah. Joe Burrow, of course. I mean, there's lots in there. It's crazy. It's going to be, it's going to be quite the battle. And I think it'll, some of these records will even out quite a bit. And I don't think there's going to be one team that runs away with the uh, whole conference. Yeah. I think it will come down to who has the best quarterback in the SE as in yeah. who has the best season, uh, especially with the momentum running into the playoffs. Good topic. Yeah. Good topic. Uh, my next one is uh, not really controversial, but interesting. Can the saints take over the NFC South? I think a lot of people are giving it to the Buccaneers, but you know they're kind of they're getting old. That old line's getting old. I don't think they brought in too many pieces around Brady, and the Saints. They'll probably have one of the better defenses in the league, and I I have confidence in Winston. I don't think so. I don't have confidence in Winston. Um, that offense is still kind of a bit of a work in progress. Is Michael Thomas back? Uh, how's the rookie Olave going to be? They got Kamara, of course. Uh, defense, yes. Defense, for sure. If the defense can help carry that team, um, then it should be pretty good. Uh, but if Winston goes down or gets hurt or too many uh, mistakes, interceptions, I think you know, the Saints could have a rough one. Well, that's any team with too many mistakes and interceptions. I think that will be Brady, actually, this year with that offensive line. I have more confidence in the Saints' offensive line than I do with Brady's offensive line. And they yeah, also but I have added, more confidence in Brady added, than Winston. They also added Jarvis Landry. They did. They got. Yeah, I forgot about him. They got some decent And Winston was there. looking dang good last year before he got hurt. He, he was, was okay. He was playing better than Brady. He's still throwing that ball up quite a bit, you know, for anyone to grab. So he's got to rein that in a little bit. He, he definitely uh, needs some work. And then he missed the rest of that season. So He's a much different quarterback than when he was under Arians, that's for sure. That's he, not the same he, he is, but he's still chucking up and making some questionable plays. And and is he back from injury, really? So Yeah, they'll have to depend. I think that's more of a concern, uh, injury, rather than his old Bucks fashion of throwing the ball up. I think he was, he was pretty disciplined under the Saints. I'm really looking forward to that offense. And Kamara, of course, he can lean on, hopefully. Uh, he's is he Did he avoid suspension totally? For now. Uh, <sighs> I think it hasn't gone to court, I believe, so he could avoid it till next season, if anything. Wasn't there, like, video on this beating this guy's ass in the elevator? I don't think so. I haven't seen it. Unbelievable. Uh, Yeah, if it's out there, uh, send it on by. But uh, I'm surprised. Like, it wasn't a casino elevator or hotel elevator. I thought there'd be a camera for sure. At this point, you think there's cameras everywhere, right? And this stuff should get caught no matter what. So it'll be be tough for the Saints if he ends up getting suspended somewhere in the middle of the season. But right now, it looks like it won't be until next season. All righty. All right, Saints. So what do you got for your... Last hot, talk, hot topic. Can't I got it. one for you here because I know you like talking about the Niners and all that stuff. So I thought I'll do this one for Ray. That's a lie. <laughs> you're doing it for you. You're doing it for your, your red and gold blood. That's what you're doing it for. Don't put it on me, bro. Don't put it on me. I'm not talking about the Steelers. Uh, well, we could talk about the Steelers next time. Um, okay. Question is, will the Niners' decision to keep Jimmy Garoppolo as their backup backfire and stunt the development of Trey Lance? I'm thinking yes, just because you got this guy. It's going to be anytime Trey Lance throws a terrible pass, 
Uh, it's going to be all over. It's going to be, hey, Jimmy G this, Jimmy G that. TV is going to be on Jimmy. It's, it's going to get ridiculous. The only way Trey Lance obviously avoids this is if he comes out, out and he's firing on all cylinders. But really, he's a rookie QB. He's going to have his struggles. He's going to have his good moments. So does he need a guy right there sitting over his shoulder that the fans are going to possibly start chanting his name if Trey Lance is not doing well? Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's a bad idea to sign him. I think that's a good backup. Probably one of the best backups that you have. It's really up to Shanahan to to make sure the message is clear in the locker room who's the starter and who they're going on. They can care less what the media is saying at this point. If he's a veteran coach, you know that's a, that's a Bill Belichick, Mike Tomlin kind of move where you say don't worry about the outside noise, just play your game and be on it. So that's that's a big time Shanahan question, I think. Yeah, and, and the, the question, the thing is, I do um, I do agree having Jimmy as a backup. As a pure backup, football backup, be a good player, good backup to have in case Trey Lance goes down. Yeah. I, you know, better than having Sudfeld in there or something like that that they had in training camp. But yeah, if if Lance, it's more on can Lance handle that pressure in his head? You know, if he has a bad game and all he sees is stuff about Jimmy. Yeah. Shanahan has already said he's going with Trey. Trey's his guy. Jimmy's the backup. So we'll see how the season goes. It all depends on Trey Lance. If he st- struggles a little bit, he's definitely going to hear the noise. Yeah, and if he folds on the mental part of the game, then he probably shouldn't be the starter. Yeah, I think that's, that's your answer right there. If you can't true, handle yeah. the pressure of it, then you're not ready to be an NFL starter because that's pressure at the most. Yeah. 21 like, years old, too, so that's still pretty young. Oh, boy, from South Dakota? <laughs> yep. Wow. Good luck, bro. Good luck. Same school as Strevler? Oh, wasn't it North Dakota, I think? North Dakota and the SU. Yes, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Strevler was South Dakota. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait. First game Thursday? Yeah, should be a good season. Stay with us, friends and neighbors. Put your comments in the put your comments in the comment section. Of course, where else you gonna put them? <laughs> Smash that like button. Tell us what your hot topics are in the NFL. Let's move on to the CFL power rankings after Labor Day. Some good games. Yeah, pretty good weekend. Hold on, before we go to that, yes, sir. Let's back up a second and get your Super Bowl picks. Oh yeah, predictions. I wrote it right down here, and I just went right <laughs> over them. It's too early for predictions. The way too early predictions. Who do you got? Uh, Super Bowl. And winner, I'm going with the uh, Bills over the Rams. Ooh. The I think this is tough. I think this is the I, – I, they didn't really want to pick the Rams. I was trying to go through that thing and see uh, who was there. But for me, on paper, they still got the best team in that NFC. Uh, Josh Allen, I think, gets it done this year. That that Bills offense is going to be spectacular, and the D is actually pretty good too. So yeah, that's a big that's a big heavy favorite pick in the mm-hmm. among the media and analysts and experts. The Bills and the Rams. Uh, so we but, so we all know though that then at that point the Bills won't win, right? Because oh. <laughs> everyone's picking them to win. <laughs> they haven't won so far. Uh, I got the Saints and the Bengals. Uh, I think the Saints are going to take this south, and I think they're going to surprise some people. And the Bengals, I think they're going to grow on that momentum. That's a young team who got really good at the end of the year. I can't see them taking a step back. I can only see them getting better. Uh, and then I'll take the Bengals to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, the Bengals really, if they if the moves they made to fix their O-line work out, they're going to be dangerous there because they're already dangerous on offense. But yeah. Joe Burrow was getting beat up like crazy. Uh, and especially in the Super Bowl, they couldn't stop Aaron Donald, right? So. Well, I, can, I can see the Bengals too. I'm not sold on the Saints. So that was a big thing on the play, last play of the game there. Yeah. That he, if he had a bit of protection, he could have went deep. 
Yeah. Yeah. Not many people are buying on the Saints, but that's why I'm gonna pick them. I can't I can't stay in people's lanes all the time, bro. I gotta pick something different. I gotta pick something different. <laughs> Everyone's picking the Rams again. Come on. Let's let's shake it up. Let's shake it up if we get. Uh also put your power uh, power rankings. Put your predictions in the <laughs> comment section. Let's move on to power rankings. Who do you got in the basement of the CFL, brother Benny? I'm gonna put your team there, the one you've been giving a lot of credit to so far this year, the uh, Hamilton Ticats. Yeah. Uh, after barely even showing up for their Labor Day game at home against Toronto, uh, starting Jamie Newman, pulling Jamie Newman, going with another guy, Jalen Morton, uh, and their only points um, were it was a pick six, right? Yeah. So, you know, that offense wasn't very good, and I have no more faith in this team uh, making the playoffs at this point. I know they still got a chance, but they've struggled. I have Hamilton at number nine. No QB, no chance. Uh, my team, whatever, bro. <laughs> I'll put my balls in the line. I, people know where my perspective is. People know what my perspective is. I'll take my chances. I got Edmonton at number eight. Uh, they're just yuck. I think it's kind of fair to say that Chris Jones is not the person that you want in a rebuild. I think he needs a solid core, which Edmonton doesn't have, and he's having trouble putting this team together. Because uh, there's glimpses of them being good, without a doubt. But they just can't connect. There's no cohesiveness in the team. So I have them at eight. I have them at eight as well. They actually played a decent game today, especially on defense. Their defense probably played one of their better games, uh, given, giving the team a chance to win. But, yeah, to me, they're still still messing around too much, trading guys, moving guys. So I'm leaving them at number eight. But they definitely get the bump up over Hamilton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who do you got at seven? <laughs> uh, I got Montreal at seven. Um for laying an egg when they had a chance to kind of distance themselves in that spot for second place. They're at home. Uh, you let Ottawa come in and, and, and beat you, you know, yeah. like it wasn't very good in much uh, to Montreal's perspective. Their D couldn't get after Arbuckle. Not a good, not a good effort. No, you lost to Ottawa. This will be a great rivalry in the future. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. It's such a good Montreal Ottawa rivalry turnover and penalties. Yeah, uh, teams like Winnipeg, Calgary, and BC, they can get away with it. But when you're Montreal, you can't. You cannot do that. Even their receiver Eugene Lewis is like, we can't do that. And Especially early, early in the game, like Ara's getting sacked and the fumble taken back, right? So no, they're not good enough. No, sorry, sorry, sorry for your boy, Danny Machocha. <laughs> Let's go with number six. I got the Ottawa Red Blacks moving up a couple of spots. There's yeah. a little bit of hope with Arbuckle in that stanky ass East Division. Uh, he did a great job of spreading the ball around. I think seven different receivers. So I talked about him making his reads in polo polices that might open stuff up and are opening it a little bit. Surprising. Yeah. Yeah. A very good game over 300 yards touchdown. You know, uh, the whole offense as a whole, I think it was over 430 yards in that offense. So pretty good for a Lapo offense that struggled quite a bit this year to even keep things going. Yeah. You know, they ran the ball. Uh, Devonte Williams ran the ball. Well, Jalen Acklin, 160 yards. You know, and they kept it, uh, Arbuckle clean. They didn't give up a sack. So that O-line got it together too, opened up some holes. So it was a pretty good game for Ottawa. Um, and the D, they gave up some yards uh, on the ground in that, but forced turnovers, sacks, everything. Like it was it, just everything went well for Ottawa that game. And yeah. obviously they got stuff to clean up and maybe they'll get better as the season goes. Good for Paula Police. Good for Paula yeah. Police. Uh, who do you got at five? <sighs> Boys in green from Saskatchewan. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they played a tough game. Um, 
against the Bombers, came out hot, got things going. Uh, but then they slowly slipped back into their old ways of dumb penalties, uh, suspect offensive calling. Frankie Hickson was running all over this Bomber D. Uh, D. And then he only gets five carries in the second half. Um, like, that's terrible stuff. The penalties, Marino again involved. Uh, Duke Williams taking a penalty on the sideline when he's not even playing the game. So, again, Dickinson's losing control of his team sometimes. I don't know if they want to be the bad boys, but it's costing them games. I'm taking Toronto at number five. Uh, they beat the team they should have beat. Uh, I'm putting the Riders over them at four because even though despite these penalties and stupidity, they only lost by two against the league's best team. If they can rein it in and focus a bit, you know, and, and got to give props to the Bomber defense, shutting them down in the second half. Like, that's a Bomber D again, showing up when they have to show up. Uh, but yeah, I have Saskatchewan at four. And you silly Rough Rider fans talking about, all oh, the Bombers are lucky. Well, give me a break. It was like, was a touchdown throw to Schoen and to, to Dembski lucky? Was a 55-yard field goal by Legio lucky? Nah. Take the loss. Take the L. Yeah, they lost by two only, but they're at home Labor Day. I mean, they had that crowd on their side. They started off hot, and then to me, they just went downhill. I liked what Toronto did against Hamilton. Um, yeah, they should have beat them, but you know what? They've struggled to beat them. They haven't won in Iver, or sorry, Iverwin, uh, at Tim Hortons Field uh, ever. Uh, and this is the first time they won a Labor Day game in 10 years. So yeah, it's a big game, and it's a tough game. And they came out, and their D again was tough against Hamilton. So that's why that's what I'm throwing them at four. Also, Hamilton had no QB. That's true. But Toronto got They're screwed. They're screwed. Hamilton? Oh, they are screwed. Yeah. That's why they're in the basement. <laughs> that's why they're in the basement. Uh, I think 3-2-1 will be the same. Maybe. Yeah, or four. Who you got here. four? You got Toronto, right? Oh, yeah. Toronto four, yeah. There's no way yeah. you put Toronto in the top three. No, no, no. Uh, no. I'd be concerned. <laughs> no, no, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. I'd be concerned. Uh, I got BC at three. They didn't play, but they're not better than Calgary. Yeah, you know what? I, I flipped that as well, too, even though BC has the uh, better record. We're going to see with Vernon Adams if he ends up playing, yeah. uh, how he can do in that offense. So maybe that'll get BC back up to number two. But right now, the question is, we know Jake Mayer is a QB in this league uh, absolutely, you know, and, and got it done. So right now, Calgary is the second best team in the league for me. Yeah. Mayor Bagleton can be an issue. Could be yeah, an issue and Henry, in the playoffs. Malik oh, Henry. Gosh. Like, they're still hitting it, and Kadeem Carey is still, you know, Put up some yards, so yeah, yeah. We'll really need Brandon Alexander in those playoffs. To oh, cover for the sure, yeah. Uh, I put something a little not controversial, a little something to think about. Is Vernon Adams being uh traded to BC? Is that a possible Caleros to Winnipeg move? Uh, where it puts them, you know, with someone competent who can run the offense and possibly do a run in the playoffs. I'm not saying long term, I'm not saying dynasty possibilities, but I'm saying he might be the player that puts him over the edge i think he can come in and definitely contribute to that offense probably better than uh, o'connor um because mm -hmm. we've seen adams he, he's chucked that ball up for his receivers he's thrown for a lot of yards yeah. uh stuff like that does he have enough um talent or maturity to kind of keep that going like claros did when he came into winnipeg and had to learn a brand new offense that might be the tougher part there but I, I could see them definitely uh, making a run and being better with Adams than O'Connor. I don't know if it's enough to take them to a great cup victory, though. We'll see. But we'll see. And we'll Adams see. has his legs. He can move, too. That that as well, because, yeah, and you got those receivers oh boy. clearing out that field for you, too, right? Yeah. So. Well, and, we, yeah, we saw Rourke. He took off many times, so Adams could definitely do that, too. That huge play. It's the last week of the season that the BC and the Bombers play, right? 
Yeah, I believe so. Oh, yeah, that could be huge. So who do you got at number one? Um, you know what? I had to think long and hard about this. And I know people listening all the time. It's always Winnipeg at number one. So we're yeah. going to keep Winnipeg at number one. How can you not? How can you not? They clinched the play. They're in the playoffs at yeah, Labor I Day. I still don't know. Is this the earliest? Like I have, I don't I haven't seen anything. I expected maybe the CFL to throw something out. Like put that in the comments if y'all know. Is this yeah. the earliest someone's ever clinched Labor Day? Labor wow. Day. <laughs> wow. In, this in is the when 18, the season starts. In the eighteen week, uh, eighteen game schedule. Yeah. That's what we want to know. Uh, yeah, they're, they're impressive. When they yeah. when they have to win, they win. You know what? We got to give him props. You know, and because he got beaten down a few weeks ago, kind of thing. But Mark Leggio. 55 yarder man that, that was a crazy kick I, when he went out there i'm thinking what is o'shea doing he's crazy and then he he nails that thing right down there and great great job for him that guy nerves of steel to come back from what he heard over the last two weeks and come back and kick that plus his punt that he oh, avoided the rush the juke still got the punt off i was like what hashtag believe yeah so good job believe for in ledio that's that's was, that yeah. was great seeing that guy hit it cleanly down yes. the middle yeah yeah in your it was face fantastic it was like that's good right away kind of thing right so that's a good sign so hopefully it keeps growing keep yeah. it growing uh you, that was a fun episode and nfl back i can't wait i'm playing that daily fan or weekly fantasy not the season one so we'll definitely talk about that yeah season. daily fantasy right can't wait for that oh i can't wait for anything nfl man and cfl's yep. heating up we're we can talk about the playoffs now with the bombers and look for those <laughs> matchups uh do we tank happening. for the crossover now what's wrong with you man <laughs> why are you tempting the football gods and goddesses don't be like that that's rude uh you got any shout outs <laughs> uh, yeah i'm gonna shout out the uh, canadian women's hockey team for battling and winning the world championships of hockey women's world Ho- uh, hockey championship uh 2-1 over the usa um, great game, great goaltending. Yeah, the U.S. was feeling it that tournament. Didn't they oh, beat yeah. Finland like 10-1? Yeah, and they beat Canada, I think, pretty good, 5-2 or whatever it was, yeah. score, something like that. So, good yeah, they were Canada. feeling it. They, they ain't happy, though. They ain't happy. Oh, they're never happy. <laughs> and we don't care. Uh, just a quick shout-out. Welcome to veteran Sam Gagne, a fourth liner. Benny was looking for that signing, yes? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was totally expecting uh, Chevy to do uh, yeah. once he left the cabin for a bit. It was a long weekend. He was back in town already or what? Benny, Benny and I were talking. I'm like, dude, I'm sick of these Jets fans talking about, oh, we want the young guys to play, and now they're going to let the young guys play, and now people are complaining again. You know how it is in Jets Nation on Twitter especially. Because it stops the young guys from possibly uh. playing. That's why people start to worry. It's a camp body for now. Don't worry. It's fine. If they're it's good an and they're ready contract. to He's not going anywhere. If so. they're good and even... ready to play, then they'll play. Like, what's what happens if they release him? If 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 at worst, what happens? Well, they're not releasing. Obviously, they're paying him seven hundred and whatever it was thousand. So that's, that's pittance in the long run. He's on the contract. Unless they throw him on the waiver at some point, but I can't yeah. see them doing that either to a veteran guy. So. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. Worried about it's always a and big then, deal. And then we have this season. guy. We have this guy in line putting Hey Nola as a first pairing defense. Come on, see, it's not even Jet <laughs> season yet, and I'm already getting upset with these people. Give me a break. But we'll we got lots of time. We got lots of time to talk about the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, ben, you got anything to say to the people? You know what? Thanks a lot for listening and checking us out. Uh, have a good week. And in the famous words of Lavar Burton. We'll see you next time. Hey, friends and neighbors, don't forget to check us out online on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at Ray Denny Sports. And 
don't forget to check out our YouTube channel. Leave a like, leave a comment, tell us what you think.